0: and believe in the Gospel. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of
1: Jesus. Amen. Amen. This morning, Satan has his eye on Jesus. Satan is, as Abbot Garanger says, troubled at beholding such matchless virtue. Satan saw the wonderful circumstances of his birth, the shepherds called by angels to his crib, and the magi guided by a star. The infants escape from Herod's plot, the testimony rendered to this new prophet by John the baptizer. And today, Satan finally declares war but not before Jesus has the benefit of John's holy baptism in the Jordan River. Most striking is what Jesus got at John's baptism that all the others had not. The heavens were torn apart, and the Holy Spirit dropped down and touched him like a dove. And his heavenly Father said, I love you. You are my beloved, my son, and I could not be more pleased with you. As soon as he was done being baptized, the Holy Spirit drove Jesus from the water to the wilderness. In Scripture, the wilderness is the place where things get tested to see what they are worth. It is a place of crisis, so it is also a place for choosing sides. For 40 days, it was Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the angels versus Satan and his demons and the wild beasts. Of that battle, Saint Mark does not tell us anything accept the happy outcome. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Jesus had chosen his father's side. Each Lent, The church manufactures your wilderness. For the next 40 days, your wilderness will be fasting, almsgiving, and praying. The three great sacrifices that Jesus asked you to pursue in the gospel appointed for Ash Wednesday. Those sacrifices mimic the temptations that Jesus faced in the wilderness. Fasting ignores the food that Jesus offers. Poverty undercuts the popularity that Satan promises. And prayer rejects every idol, especially Satan himself. After Satan attacked Jesus, Satan left the wilderness deeply disappointed. And Lent, once Satan, leave you deeply disappointed, too. Even if the church did not make you a Lent, you would still have one. St. Mark never tells us what Satan offered to trade Jesus for his baptism, to trade him for his status as the beloved, the well-pleasing Son of God, even though we know it from St. Matthew and St. Luke. That is St. Mark's way of saying that every temptation is the same, despite its source or heft or style. Every temptation asks you to settle for less, to betray your Heavenly Father as if He does not love you as if he does not have your best at heart. Every temptation begs you to take sides against him. So in a sense, every day is Lent because Satan always has his eye on you. And he knows that you never had a star or a manger or a wise man or a shepherd come around to mark your birth So, you look vulnerable. Now, what will you do? Fortunately, like Jesus, you have been baptized. And if you have not, then you should come and do it now without delay. Because when you are baptized, Jesus gets into the water with you, and there he holds you dear. Imagine how terrifying it would be for you to be loaded down with your sins and jump into the font all alone. On your own, you would sink and suffocate and choke and die. But with Jesus to catch you and to hold you close, you have no worries at all. When Jesus meets you in the water, he strips away anything that would sink you Jesus pulls away your sins and floats you back to the surface resurrected. As the heavens open and Jesus, Heavenly Father, declares that you too are his beloved, his child, and that he is very pleased with you. Like Jesus, once you are baptized, you become a child of God, and you have all you need to protect yourself from Satan and his lies. Now on your side, you've got Jesus and the Holy Spirit and his angels. So Lent is life, just more intense. Lent is 40 days for lies, for testing, for crisis, and then for taking sides. To see what you and I are worth. But before you begin to focus on yourself, on all the good things you've done or have not done, remember that it is never our works, but our baptism that defines us. In the water, our Father tells us who we are and what we are worth. We are worth whatever Jesus gives us there, whatever Jesus says and does for us in our place. So when Jesus is sent from the water to the wilderness, to the cross, to die for your sins and to spare you the death that you deserve, then you know your value your status, and your place. You are a forgiven, well-pleasing, beloved child of God. Every day, Lent or not, that is where you start. Every moment of every day, that is what you're worth. In every temptation, that is the side you take. The Jesus side, the I'm a child of God side, the God is pleased with me side, the His angels are my angels, and His crib is my crib, and His magi are my magi too, and His shepherds are mine, and His mother is mine, and His spirit is mine, and His cross is mine, and Heaven is mine, all because. His heavenly Father is mine. Do that, and Satan will never be able to figure you out. And when the old foe cannot figure you out, when he cannot figure out what you would trade him for your baptism, then you are safe you might as well already be back home in heaven. But for now, the church is the best that you've got. And the church is having itself a Lent. So let's enjoy the wilderness together and go strong from the testing and never despair. And come to the Holy Eucharist, propelled by the Holy Spirit, on the strength of holy baptism surrounded by holy angels, safe and sound, each one of you, each a holy child, and like Jesus, quite beloved. Happy Lent,
0: in the holy name of Jesus, amen.